Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview. Wolves versus Everton. I'm joined by Jack to discuss our last away game. Penultimate game of the season. And it's huge, Jack. It's this big, one is it? absolutely huge. We can go safe. If we win at the weekend and results go our way. It, it's massive and it's not all riding on this because you know we could get a bad result here and still be out the bottom three but it's mm. a massive opportunity it's one we can't really afford to miss mm. because there'll be no guarantees on the last day of the season and how good would it be if we could just outform if at home is just mm. dead rubber nothing to yeah. worry about no stress on the last day it could all be over saturday yeah. it was lovely done. last year having nothing on the last day to play for and it being uh, you know away at arsenal and having absolutely nothing and chilling out and just watching the other results and all the other. I don't really want to go to Goodison. And I think I think we will have to do it because I just can't imagine everything will fall our way. But it would be lovely. But just on this, something you just said there, do you think Saturday Everton do have to almost put everything on this game with only two games left? Because you can look at it and say it's a two-game season, two cup finals, blah, blah, blah. But do you think that Everton have got to look at this and go, well, Number one, yes, like you've just said, we could we could be safe if all the fixtures went went with us over the over the three days. But the other thing is, it's like if you want to get if you want to get to that last day with in great shape, then this is we've got to get something out of this. We've got to be looking to put absolutely every ounce of uh, fight and ability into winning this game of football. I think we have to. Yeah, I think we have to treat this as must win because. If we get beat, we could find ourselves heading into the last day in the mm. bottom three, which means even a win might not keep us up. Mm. It could be out of our hands then. And I just think we've got to treat this as must win. We've just got to keep ourselves as the ones in control, keep mm. it in our hands, because then we only have to match of the results on the last yeah. day, potentially, even if we aren't safe. It's still in our hands then. Yeah. We could be in a position where, you know, we could get beat by Wolves and then we could absolutely thump on if on the last day and still go down. Yeah. I think we have to treat this as must win, even if it's not all solely riding on this game. We can just change the mm. dynamics of the relegation fight so much to the point where we could potentially end it. But we can just put ourselves in just such a much more comfortable position. Yeah, yeah and, and with a win as well, if Evan could get a win. Being in the first game of the weekend, I think, you know, everyone else plays after us, I think it would give us that mental advantage over those teams as well. Those teams knowing that they're, they're, they've got to chase us and they've got to get a result. Um, you know, it's not nice knowing what you've got to do. Sometimes, don't get me wrong, sometimes sometimes it can help. It can be a big motivation. But if Everton could get a win and then go above Forest and obviously have, knowing then that if Leicester uh, didn't beat For uh, Newcastle, sorry, that they couldn't catch us. So then it would be just that one place and then, you know, you're looking at the Leeds going to West Ham and uh, obviously Forest play Arsenal, I think at half five on the Saturday and Arsenal must win that game, otherwise Manchester City are champions. Then that's the kind of motivation again, it's, it's again, you're always focused on your own game but to me on this, I think Evan have to put everything into this game and, and look at it as in, this is that opportunity. This is that opportunity for us to get out of it, control our own destiny, like you said there. And, and you know, before we talk about Wolves and their form, our away form recently has been, it's been good. You know, under Dice, been scoring goals, creating chances, playing on the counter-attack. And I know we've only actually won one of the games, but we've been scoring goals as well. Goodison Park, we look, we always look like it's a chore to score goals, but away from home, 
the way we break, and you only have to go back to the to the last away game against Brighton. The way we break, it seems to you know help this this Ever this Everton this, or this version of an Everton team um, look their best. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if they're playing with less pressure away from home. I don't know if the results at Goodison have left bad memories there, maybe for some of the players, mm. and they sort of struggle with the expectation of that now. Mm. But our away form, like we have only won one in the last few away. Yeah, but it's better than what we're doing at Goodison, isn't it? Yeah. So it's still an improvement. And like you say, we look better attacking, just more more natural going forwards. Mm. Like they don't have to think about it as much. Yeah. I think the pressure of playing at Goodison is getting to a lot of them, and that's why we're maybe seeing the away form be a bit better. I don't think it's because we prefer being away as such. I think it's because they prefer not yeah. being at Goodison. I, I, I mean, it, yeah, I... I mean, I don't. You, you can never tell as a fan. You can never tell what a what a player's feeling or the pressure. I just think we look really stiff at home. We look like it's all it's all just like you know, little straight lines and normal. You know, trying to get the ball off the back and then get it wide and then get it into the box. But where when we play away and we're sitting back and we're soaking it up at times, we're, we're, we've got that little, we've got that counter attacking ability. And of course, you know, the way games against like the likes of Leicester we saw. Mistakes from Michael Keane and 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 Forrest, we didn't defend really well and um, Chelsea we were do- doing well to a point and then they scored and then the then we woke up a little bit and then we looked a little bit freer but the fact that you know we've had three two two draws um, we've gone and scored five at at Brighton goal scoring's been a lot a lot easier to come by then as a Goodison with the with the you know the one nil wins or the a couple, a goal here, a goal there. Which still, it's only one game, isn't it, that we've scored uh, more than one goal in, um, which is obviously the Crystal Palace game. So we haven't found that freedom, but we seem to have that. It's it's it suits our players. Whereas playing their own just doesn't seem to suit play. Uh, you know, teams who who obviously they're away from home, they sit back a little bit. Even City didn't even come out because they didn't really have to come out on Sunday. But having the Dwight McNeils, the Awobies, um the the, the Corey. On the Carlton Loon if he's fit, then break him forward. And have a bit that, of physical ability. Yeah, and having that solid base behind them. Um it just seem it just seems to have helped us recently and, and I think, you know, that could be really positive for this game. Well definitely, and I've just spoken about the mental side of not being able to perform at Goodison. If you look at the tactical perspective now, at home there's more emphasis on us to bring the ball out the back mm. and to break teams down and for us to take the game to them because that's traditionally how home games go that you back the home team yeah. don't you on air away grounds we don't have that as much but the other team wants to attack us they're looking to break us down and then that suits us that suits because what we are really we're a counter-attacking team that's where yeah. we um we have our best success because we don't have players with masses of technical ability i think now we've got some players with a bit of pace damari gray decore makes good runs into the box Calvert Lewin has good centre forward play, and that's helped us as a counter attacking team so you can bring the ball down, keep the ball, and search out for an option. And against Wolves, we have seen them struggle against counter attacks in terms of committing too many men up the pitch, and that could suit us. It just uh, it depends on how aware of that they are, and if they want us almost let us have the ball and force them to break them down. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, Wolves are. Uh... Just on Everton's form, by the way, I think Everton have only picked up actually four more points at home than the other way. So it, we bemoan our away form, but it's only four four points. And I know we've lost ten at home, but you 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 think about it, the wins that we've picked up at home and the lack of wins away for only four points. 
it does show. I think Aldi away form has picked up uh, more recently, but, but even if we haven't been winning winning the games, but um, Wolves are a very interesting side because obviously they've massively picked up since then. They, you know, they brought a new manager in um, around the time that we probably should have sacked Frank Lampard. Uh, obviously, the first game back was at Goodison. They, they, they beat us obviously with the late goal, and that that's where everything's changed changed for them. And they they are a bit of a jack on the side. Their away form is awful as well, but they've really they've really nailed down their their home form. You know they've won five of the last six, and in in between that they've gone to Brighton and been beaten six nil. They've gone to Old Trafford and been beaten um, two nil. They've been beaten away at Leicester. So it really is a jack and Hyde situation with their home form and. Um, you know, last time out beating Villa, we were we're on a, a we were on a great run. Crystal Palace, I think they ended their they they really good run under uh, Hodgson when he came in, um, and they've beaten the likes of Chelsea and Brentford recently at home. So and Villa, as I said, so this isn't gonna be this isn't gonna be an easy game by any means. Um, it's their last game of the season. We know they've got nothing to play for, and they're out of it now. But they've had a they've had a brilliant change. From where they were, they were bottom of the league when we played them, and it really does show the power of of what could have been if Everton had decided to make that change, you know, around the time of the World Cup. Well, definitely, because Lopetegui had the chance to come in and work with them on the training pitch for a few mm. weeks and to see where the players are and work out what one of style he wants to take them with. And what they have done is they came up with a style that suits them not only at home but suits their style of player as well because they do have players with a lot of technical ability on the ball you had Ruben Neves mm. you had uh, Mateus Nunes as well players with technical ability they don't have an out and out goal scorer their top goal scorer is Neves yeah. with six, six I think yeah. Codden's has six, six as well, as well yeah. but he's been out for the team recently two. obviously we were linked with massively around January but then that suits them being at home because mm. they just have more of the ball you know like enjoy yeah. the ball can try and break teams down yeah. more that doesn't work as much away from home because you get less time on the mm. ball, games moving a bit faster, the other team's trying to come out. So that's why they are struggling mm. on the road. But they've just committed to good home form, a style that'll work at home but not away. And just let's just get four wins at home. That's yeah. 12 points. That'll, that'll take us where we need to be. And that's work for them and they're safe now. And although they are on paper probably a better side than us, definitely more ability in their side, I'd say, I don't like... You know, they are missing players in key positions. Mm -hmm. I think what they do for a striker like Dominic Calvert-Lewis, yeah. they could guarantee his fitness. But at the same time, you do have nothing to play for. So that mm -hmm. makes it interesting because that can go one or two ways. You know, we see Palace when they have nothing to play for on the last day of the season. They always turn around and smash mm -hmm. someone. Other teams have seen Wolves have some shaky results in recent weeks after they've guaranteed their safety. So it is an interesting one and that can go two ways. But I do think... The benefit we have from that is we have a need to get something from this game. We have something to play for. You know, we, we have a very big stake in this that they don't. And you know, if we can make the game hard for them, be hard mm. to break down, outrun them, outwork them, that's where we can get that benefit. I, I actually, I, I was just looking at some of their numbers and I don't think they're, they're a team I do who loves having loads of the ball. And, and that used to be the trait of the Wolves side. They were so comfortable in possession. They had so many good footballers. But I think it's, it's actually... It's actually allowing them to have more of the ball, which could suit us loads, because as we've seen from the Brighton game, you know, I was looking back at the Leeds game where they got before two, 
You know, I think they had sixty six percent of the possession in that game. Whereas a lot of the games more recently they've been having in Winning the mid thirties to late thirties possession. They're obviously they they're not a team. They they've they've got characteristics of their own where they you know being dogged, being hard to beat. They haven't been conceding a lot of goals. I don't think they've conceded the last four at home. So so I think it it, it uh, the 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 trick for, for this game is is to, to let them have a lot of possession and then try and play on the counter-attack rather than go... Maybe they like some of the results more recently where they've been getting uh, wins at home. They've been up against teams who want to dominate the ball um, and that's been to their advantage. But I think for us, we obviously don't want to do that because it's like our kryptonite having the ball. <laughs> we, the, the less of it we have of it, the, the better we seem to be, you know. Um, and obviously scoring five away, Brighton, I think what we were in the mid mid twenties for possession that day. And obviously we see we see well, completely controlled. Yeah, well, well, yeah, and we saw when they went to Brighton, you know, getting getting destroyed six 0 and it really was. They really were on the beach that day, and and it is only you know I think Gary O'Neill said it last week when um, Bournemouth went to went to Palace, and he said it is those. It's you only have to be three or four percent off. And if you haven't maybe, that's everyone, by the way, the, in the week, if you haven't worked extensively on what the opposition are good at, you know, if, if you've had a bit of a quieter week, if it's just business as normal, or it's just our last home game, we're safe, we're on 40 points. It can be all that, not preparing for the, you know, any, any advantages that the opposition have, whether it's the set pieces or how they play in the counter, be any of those little things sometimes. So, Everton have got to have got to grasp this game and have got to got to basically for me try and do what they did at Brighton, which is because I, I look at I look at Wolves and I look at the situation with the goal scoring and the goal scoring was the big issue, um you know you know pre the pre the the the, the new manager it was the the big issue and and not not that he's getting a lot of goals now, but it's they're a little bit more they obviously they've sorted the back line out and also the also. I don't know whether you can make make these decisions or stuff, but I've seen Everton managers sort of do this in the past where it's like everything's on the home form. The away form, if it happens, it happens. But it, like you said before, if we can get four, five wins at home, we'll be safe. And that's where, where Everton have gone massively wrong in the last couple of years. It's like there's Bet no... too much on good to see. Yeah, well, not, there's like a... There's like a a wishy-washy style of play that doesn't suit anything. Whereas Wolves look like they've gone... We're putting everything into winning at home. You're not coming here. Whatever, I haven't done that. I mean, 10 home defeats this season at home. I, I, I've never known the likes of it. Like, I remember on the Martinez, it was eight. And I, honestly, you looked at it going, this should never and happen. That was criminal. Yeah, time, that was it. I'm eight. I mean, obviously. But, like, we were used to maybe losing a couple at home. And if we did lose a couple at home, they were to top sides. Or you might get a get, you might get one where you've dominated and obviously the opposition get a. Get you know do it you know come in and grab a grab grab one and 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 win the game for for all but but I've never seen the likes of it and it's become this thing of oh we've lost another game we've lost another game so at home which Wolves have obviously gone this this isn't happening this isn't happening and that does make that does make um, Saturday afternoon uh, difficult but as we just said if they if they're off just a little bit and we're on it then haven't I've got that opportunity. Yeah, definitely. And just in terms of what I was saying about Wolves on the balls, I, I didn't know the possession statistics, but having watched them and that, I do think under Lopetegui, they have taken a step up in what they do with the ball. Yeah. I think they look a lot sharper on the ball now. Yeah. But if we can force them to try and break us down and sort of set them up to fail, force mm. them to give the ball away by trying to break us down, that is where we have the advantage over them. Mm. And obviously, you don't want to 
it's still a risky game because the likes of Ruben Neves can play a brilliant pass in yeah. behind the defence and it, that takes sharpness yeah. and it takes focus and it'll probably take Pickford being on it as well because they, they will get chances. Yeah, and it, but it's risk and reward, isn't it? And again, we saw that in the Brighton game. You've got to be willing to give up so much of the pitch for your for your plan to come off. And I think that's why against Man City when we were playing at home, it didn't, well, obviously we were playing against Man City, but it didn't work because... They, they were in control all, all over the pitch. And there were very there was very few op, uh, opportunities for us to get in possession um, and then work it. They never overextended themselves because they didn't have to. Whereas Brighton did and we 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 lured them into some traps where we we didn't we didn't press. We sat off and then we'd make maybe one play, make a forward movement and make them give us the ball. And then we were away and it was like three, four, five all at once, just going and saying, well, come on, come and catch us then. And I think that it has to be a similar thing. You've got to have that risk. You've, you, you've got to be willing to say, no, no, we want you to come and attack because we are going to deal with it and then we're going to break. It's that, it's that, it's when it becomes like a halfway thing when it's like, uh, we'll, we, you know, we'll, we'll have a little go at you. We'll come out a little bit, and then they cut through you. Then you've got to have that. I think that's where the, the best teams actually. When you watch any best team. You watch. Yeah, how many times you watch City and go, my God, look how open these look. Liverpool when they were at their best, you go, God. And then sometimes it does happen where someone gets that day with it. it and maybe this was what happened when we played Brighton, where we, it, everything just happened for us. And and I think we, that's the mentality we've got to we've got to have on Saturday. It's like you've got to give these a little bit, give them a little bit because they're not. I've seen this happen to us, by the way, where teams come to Goodness and go, "You have the ball, because you will give it back to us." So that that will be an interesting uh, part of it. How Sean Dice sets us up. Well, we've got to be fully committed to it, isn't it? That's the yeah. thing. Like you just said, this can't be like, oh yeah, you know, we will be defensive and that, but like you know, like, not all of us because yeah. you know we want off a bit of the ball as well. Yeah. Don't worry about that. We'll have the ball from them giving us the ball. Yeah. If it works. You've if got everyone's to, yeah. switched you've, on. Yeah, you've got to buy into that. Let's have a little look at uh, Wolves' team from their last game against Manchester United. So, obviously, uh, very 4-4-2 heavy. Um, you look at the front two and there's not loads of goals in there. I think Costa only scored his first goal recently. <coughs> um, Neves and, and Nunes, we know, are, are good players. Um but again, look at, I mean, I looked at that the other day, Kilman and, and Dawson, and I just thought, we, you know, if we are playing on the counter-attack, we should be able to, we should be able to get through that. And obviously, listen, we're sitting here and we don't know what the situation is with Dominic Carvalho. We don't know at, at this stage where we are, but that's going to be, that's obviously going to be a major part of it, isn't it? Whether Dominic Carvalho is fit or not. That's massive. I think, I don't want to say we'll live and die on that, but look how much Feels better like off we did. are for having them in the team yeah I don't, I don't think it's that extreme because we could you know we've mm. seen we've had performances without them but he makes us so much better having them in the team mm. and for counter-attacking because he brings the ball down so much sharper yeah. than Malpe does because it sticks to him better than it would yeah. do to Sims because he's not as experienced he doesn't have that I just think it, it gives us such a better outlet as well and then you can attack better through defending better because you've got a player you can get the ball to comfortably and he can keep it and that just makes counter-attacking so much easier. Yeah, he works centre-backs. It's such an important trait. It's such an important trait. We've seen that. We've seen it while he was on at City. We've seen it against We've seen it against Leicester. 
you know, by winning the penalty, never, you know, get getting between two centre backs. And what he did in that first half against Brighton, he was absolutely fantastic. And he works players, and then centre backs then they don't know what they don't know what to do for the best, so they start following people round. And while they're following people round, it creates that space for someone like Decorey, which we saw in the Brighton game. Because centre backs, by their very nature, listen, the top ones at the moment are are unbelievable in in their how fast they are and their ability. But you've still got a lot of bang average centre backs who, all right, they're decent in the air and they can they can smell the danger a little bit. But what they don't want to do is get in a foot race because they just simply won't have the pace against someone like Dom, and they don't have the they don't have the ability to, and and that's where you can draw those little fouls out of them or you can work them, and then you know you get that situation where uh, one might be uh, told to mark them, and then good centre back uh, centre forwards will start working the other one then, and and that means both of them getting to move around, and once yeah. you start moving them around, centre backs hate that. Seen that with Michael Keane recently, you know, he, he's one and a massive example of like a centre-back who hates being moved around and we saw it against Leicester the amount of times he turned his back. Once you turn your back as a, as a, as a centre-back, you're gone, you're done, you're done because th that gives that split second and I just don't think we've got anyone like Dominic Carvalhoon. I think it's been proven in the last few games. There's just nobody like him, and again, that that falls on the football club. I wasn't not going to point fingers and go, well, that Mopai should. That's not Mopai. It's not, and the only other option is a young kid, and then maybe you've got a Damari Gray who's got the pace and maybe can start probing the areas uh, behind the centre backs where they don't want to don't want to go. Also, but then that relies on him making good runs and the likes of Alex Awobi finding them. So, for me, I I think we've got to get Dom into this game. No matter what, I think if he fit and he can get round and he'll go, I can give you an hour. Then you've got to. There's two games left. I don't unless he's like can't move. I just think we're in a position now where you, you've just got to go. You can have a rest all summer. This is too big. No, and we've spoke a lot before in the past about Calvert Lewin's being rushed back. He's been mismanaged, and that is true if it's the middle of the season. But right now. There's no benefit to keeping them wrapped in cotton wool. The season's over in a week's time. There's let's hope it is. You know what I mean. Let's hope it is. Um, let's hope that's the that's the that's what they were doing last week. You know, calculated guess. Listen, if he if the manager decided a two 0 against Manchester City, that it was he weren't coming we, back. He weren't. You no. Know, listen, I have no. By the way, I have no issue with that. A two 0 down at half time. I have against no Man issue City. with them against Man City. I have no issue with the manager going, see our star player that I need for those last two games. Come and sit down, mate. Yeah. We are not you are not even even attempting. Attempting. Yeah. Because yeah, it's Man City. They are one of the best clubs in the world. You know, you there's no you can sit there and go, Oh, it's a disgrace we give that game up. It was already it was gone. already give up. So let's just have a little look at uh, Wolves' big man. Neves, there he is. Uh, games 33, a goal, six assists, one. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a top player, and there's there's a lot of talk about him leaving Wolves as well. Um, you know, he he, I think he could play for a top side. He, he's got he's got so much ability, um, and it is you mentioned it before. It's those moments, isn't he's the kind of player who can create a moment in a game, and 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 you think sometimes you've got control of a game. And then some pl good players, you know, can just create that little moment where you're like, where did that come from? And it just changes the whole pattern of a game. 
Well, we can play well for an extended period and defend well and not let them have chances, but Ruben Neves is the type of player where if he gets a half chance to do something, whether that's a shot from distance or to play a, a brilliant ball in behind from a tight angle, he is capable of doing that. And that's why I keep mentioning being switched on. Yeah. Denying those moments, recognising that any time yeah. he is on the ball, that can result in danger for us. Yeah. And I, that doesn't mean, you know, every time he's no. got the ball at his feet, sprint at him. And yeah, yeah. Down, no, no, but... you play... Listen, he's not... Listen, he, he's a... He's part of the team. He's not. You can't really single him out. But what I do think is, let's just look at our team from last week. What I do think is, is like that means that like the likes of someone like Mason Holgate can't play in a position like left back. He has to. Yeah, you have to either bring. You have, if Michalenko's available, great. If he's not, I'd be tempted. I mean, if it wasn't Wolves, I'd be tempted to go three at the back and bring Cody back. But of course, Cody can't play. But the, and. See, the thing is, I'd be more tempted to play Dwight McNeil at left-back than I would anybody else just filling in there. I really would, because the kid understands playing on the left-hand side and has had, to, um, has had to get back and defend so much. And I think we've got someone like the Marty Grave, you, you could maybe put in front of him, or even a Wobie and put, put Gray on the, uh, on the other side. You have to have, for players like that, players who understand what they're up against. And what we saw on Sunday with Mason Holgate, even though he's a centre-back, and people think, well, he's a defender, he should be able to do that. Playing as fullback on a on the side that you don't favour when you haven't played loads of games of football and you are up against Mares and Walker continually to make that run, it's 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 not easy. And I think I think you've got to look at the situation and go, you you can't just you can't just throw a player in there and go do a job for us. No, because defending at left-back isn't the same as defending at centre-back. People think being a full-back just means, OK, so what you're doing when you're defending is you've got a winger running at you and it's one-on-one. -on -one. That's that's just a scenario that happens and that's it. It's not that. Mm. Especially against Man City with their ability on the ball, the passing angles they create, that's not yeah. how it works. And you know, I don't blame Dyche for putting him in because we didn't. Michalenko weren't fit and mm. you know, obviously Benagre is just a... Well, he's Dyche yeah, as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. And you know, no other option, mm. so like I understand it, but it didn't work. And no. you know, I'd never thought being in a position where I'm praying for Michalenko <laughs> to be available, but I think yeah. he's another one we could really benefit yeah. from having in the team, yeah. Just, just off that, that awareness, got the ba it's balanced though, isn't it? And he can defend. And and when you're playing counter attack football, something you need sometimes you need that defensive stability to allow the players to all, all just get on with the jobs. and I think the problem problem with with the last game is is the City game is maybe if Michelenko had been injured early in the week they could have trained and worked with in a three and had Cody in there but because it happened in the last session and everything's already set out and all the team instructions and it's got to uh, find the best fit to you've got to, to you that. are literally just going well what am I going to do and he, he thought Mason Holgate could do the job and he, he sadly couldn't. He just he, he just couldn't because he was up against world class players. Like the manager might look at this week and go, "Well, he's not up against those world class players like he was up against world class players last week." So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I think as well another player I'd be worried about, even though he doesn't start every week, is Adama Traore. If he brings him off the bench, yeah. you know, he is what he is. He's very. Not well rounded, put it that way. Well, but, he is in the bicep area. Oh yeah, in, in <laughs> physically he's he's, he's yeah. very round in a good way. But um, I think he's another player that yeah. you can't switch off against because yeah. you need to time your runs perfectly because you need to set off before he does. Yeah. 
Definitely, and he's yeah. another player where you, you can't, can't you can't wait for him to do something and then react and think, oh yeah. god, he's going. I better go yeah. as well because he's already passed you. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, so that that will be a worry. Uh, Alex Wobie does have a habit of doing that. By the way, of going, oh, is he gone? Oh, I better go then. Yeah, uh, I rather than get going. Yeah, rather than being switched on to it. But listen, it's it's a big, big game, a big, big game that Everton have got. It. I've got to get something out of. Um, and you know, even if it's a, I mean, we're all desperate for a win. If we get a point and the other results go our way and it keeps us in control for next week, then well, we obviously won't know that till the weekend's finished. So that's more agonising over over the Saturday, the Sunday, and the and, and the Monday. So, um, but then I think a lot of people will be doing is agonising it anyway. It, it most likely will be going down to the last day, you'd imagine, um, which is going to make next week just just absolutely horrendous. Um, yeah, there you go. If you go in the game, there's been an instruction put out for everyone to get in there. There are two, and everyone to wear blue. They, uh, you know, they want to make the atmosphere at the game unbelievable. So, uh, do with that information what you want. There you go. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments on this one. Big thanks for Jack joining us. Give this video a like, subscribe if you haven't already. We want more great videos, live, daily, exclusive videos. Join us over on Toffee TV Premier. The link is in the description and it's come up on the screen in a moment. See you later.